Gemara and Erevin, Chalav, Tano Rabbonu. Gemara calls a story. Maiseb Rabbi Akiva. There's a Maiseb that happened with Rabbi Akiva. Shehaya Chavush Bevesai Surah. He was incarcerated, he was in prison. was permitted to bring Rabbi Akiva food. Every day, Rabbi Yeshua Garsi used to bring water to Rabbi Akiva Bemida with a measure. In other words, he knew the needs of Rabbi Akiva, what he needs for Natilas Yedayim what he needs to drink, and the other needs of water that he might need. So he used to figure out exactly how much water to bring him. It was a prison. You can't do what you want. One day as he was bringing in the water, the watchman, the jailer, looked at the amount of water that he's bringing. It seems that the watchman didn't look every day at how much water he's bringing, but today he looked at how much water he's bringing, and to his impression, his impression was that he's bringing too much water, so he asked him, why are you bringing today so much water? You need the water to try to break out of jail? You know, with water you could, uh, you know, do things to the walls, in a, in a dungeon you could dig out. So the watchman, he poured out half of the water and he left half of the water. Even Rabbi Akiva, when Rabbi Shua Agassi came to Rabbi Akiva, Omar Loi, Rabbi Akiva took a look at the amount of water. Rabbi Akiva took a look at the amount of water that he's bringing into the prison and saw that it was appreciable, appreciably smaller than the amount that he brought every day. Omar Loi said to him, Yeshua, he said to him, Don't you know that I'm an old man? And don't you know that since I'm incarcerated in this prison that my life depends upon your life? In other words, from what you bring me, that's the sustenance that I have, that's the food that I have, that's what I live from. What are you bringing me so little water for? So Rabbi Yeshua Gasi told over to Rabbi Kiva what the whole incident that happened with the water that the watchman poured out half of the water. Omalei, after he heard the story, he was pacified. Omalei, tenly maim little yodai. He said to Yeshua Gasi, give me water, I want to wash my hands. He had a piece of bread, he wanted to wash to eat. Amaloi, so Yeshua Gassi said to Rabbi Akiva, 
You don't even have here enough water to drink to sustain you with water to drink a whole day. So you're going to have water to wash your hands here? What are you talking about washing your hands? You won't have what to drink. What shall I do? It's not my fault. If I eat without washing my hands, if you eat without washing your hands, he says, you We'll soon come back to what this means. So Rabbi Kiva continued to say, Mutov, it's better. Sheomus misas atzmi. It's better I should die a natural death of thirst from not having water. The al ever al das rather than to eat bread without washing, where I'll be transgressing the day of of the chachamim who said they're the ones who made the takona that you have to wash. Mishum srach truma that you have to wash to eat. He says, it's better for me to die of thirst rather than, 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 than be over the opinion of, of the Chachamim. Amru, the Chachamim, said over about this incident, what happened there with Rabbi Yekiva. They said, klum, that he didn't eat any food. So finally, whether it was a day or a few days later, the implication seems to be that they couldn't bring him every day. Still, they brought him a sufficient amount of water that he could wash his hands and that he could eat the bread. When the Chachamim heard about Rabbi Akiva's insistence not to eat unless he could wash his hands, they said, Look, he's an old sick man, he's in jail, and he has such a koyach to be mekayim the din, down to the last letter of the law. Can you imagine how great he was when he was young, and he was full of strength? And look how he's medaktik in the Shulchan Aruch when he's in jail, where he's an onus, he's a shtekel onus, he's a big onus, you can find heterim. The Beis come. Can you imagine his digduk and halacha? How he's careful when he's at home. That's the end of the matter. Rabbi Akiva was in jail. Being in jail, he is in a matter of being an onus. He's an onus. Anybody that has a sense of shochan knows about situations of oinus, will know that being in jail and being in matzav of onus creates a whole world of coolness that you're allowed to be makel. You're allowed to, you're an onus, you can't help yourself. Like Nitna Torah the Torah wasn't given to angels. Prophet Chaim wrote a Sefer Machni Yisrael about soldiers in their armies and he's on the front and he hasn't got any kosher food to eat. Tells him how to eat trade for food. He's an onus. So number one, he's in jail and he's an onus. Another thing bothers me in the Gemara. 
if you eat a piece of bread without washing, what? The whole din of Natilsia Daim is a, it's a din de Rabbana. There's no mention in, in the Torah. It's a din from it that comes from Xayra, Xayra, Xayra. Because we're afraid of this, we're afraid of that, we're afraid of the other thing, we're afraid of the other thing, we're afraid of Truman. Today, what? Today we wash because maybe tomorrow Mashiach will come, there'll be the base Mignish, there'll be Kahanam, there'll be Truman. So we shouldn't forget the dinner. And I want you to know, Hilchas Natilis Yadim is probably amongst the most difficult halachas in Shulchan I would venture to say that 98% of the people that wash to eat don't wash right. Hold your hands this way, hold the water that way. It has to be dry to get isk. Isk Rabzisel, he knows Hilchas Natilis Yadim. I'll tell you how difficult it is. Shvera halachas. The water shouldn't be this, and the water should be that. I, I, I saw this Galena Rebbe washes, wash to, to eat. I could have eaten the whole meal, but the time it took him to wash. Kiva says, uh, he tells him, you have a little bit of water. Yeshua Gassi tells him, Rabbi Yeshua Gassi tells him, you have a little bit of water, save it for drinking. Your life is in danger. You're an old man, you'll dehydrate. Save the water for drinking. He says, no, what are you talking about? To eat bread without water? I'd rather die. I'd rather die my own natural death than be over on the uh, Chachamim, which, uh, which, uh, which this thing smells with Shemayim. What's going on? You think, uh, Rabbi, you think Rabbi Akiva was such a fromak? What's going on? What is he saying here? What's the Gemara saying to us? It occurred to me this morning, I was learning this Gemara yesterday, Amari de Kazakh. In davening, we'll find a number of expressions about Torah. We find in davening one expression is called Torah is called Torah's Chaim, a Torah of life. No, nope. everybody Baruch Hashem, Atzkrol put out an English sitter. Torah of life, Torah of life sounds to me like a rabbi's talking. Your sermon, Torah of life, free life. What does it mean? Torah's Chaim is is a Torah of life. What does that mean? What does that mean? What do those words mean? And then another thing. Saying Davening, Kehem Chayenu, Baruch Yomeinu. Kehem Chayenu? Sometimes, like, I feel funny when I say it. I know a steak with potato chips and ketchup is Chayenu. I'm all ashtickle pizza pies, Chayenu. We could say, Kehem Chayenu, that the Torah is our life. What are we saying? I know when the Chazayni said, Kehem Chayenu, I understood what he meant. He meant it. Chavetz Chaim meant it. And then, what are we saying here? What are we saying here? Kehem Chayenu, and it's a Paris Chayenu. 
It's a Gemara, I think it's in Shabbos, maybe you learned it already. The Shaila, there's certain Tumas, you need Mayim Chaim. So the Gemara says that if there's a river that comes from a Mayim, but once in 70 years it stops, once in 70 years it dries up, Seventy years the water keeps flowing and gushing out and with an impetus and with a force. Seventy years it keeps flowing. The Gemara says if it stops once in seventy years, it's not hard it's, it, it's, it's a lie. That's not Mayim Chaim. Mayim Chaim means incessantly. Don't stop. What do I mean to say with this? The definition of life the ultimate definition of Chaim is eternity. Is Nitzchiyas. You can't call Roman law Paris Chaim. Although Codex Roma is, is, is very influential in the law in Europe and in America. But uh, it's not. We don't have exactly Roman law. They're far from it. Big influence for very for various cultural reasons. It's not eternal. Chayim is Chayim means it's alive forever. It's hard for us. Mortals who are locked into time, and we're only here for a certain amount of time, it's hard for us to sense and experience even intellectually and emotionally. Nitzchi is eternity. It's very hard for us to experience such a thing. said the Torah is Chayim. It's a Nitzchi, it's highest, it's forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. That's called the lie. The Gemara says, 70 years the river is shooting out, gushing out a geyser with a power of the force. The Gemara says it stops once in 70 years. That's its nature. That's not a lie. That's not my mind. 70 years is time. The Torah is called Torah's Chaim because in its very essence, in its most essential character, it's eternal. It's highest. That's called a lie. Anything else, is, it's limited, it's shades of life. Now, I want to tell you something. We know that the Torah is Torah Shabbat, the written law, and Torah Shabbat, the oral law. We are the brunt of criticism and humor and cynicism conservative and the reform, they laugh at us, oh, the, the, the Orthodox Jews with the Minushiai, with the Shechem with the Teresh I would tell you that, that the curses of those I'm not calling names, I get angry. The Teresh is a science. Science is a joke compared to Torah Shabbat. 
Yudgimum Midishatayra Nidrashis Behem. The Xeris of Chachamim. And who the Chachamim were that made the Xeris. And how they made the Xeris. Whatever emanates from Torah is also Torah's Chayim. Good. Sveik the rice is L'chumra and Sveik the Rabbanon is L'kula. They are best to look in between a derice and a derabonon. But a, a derabonon which emanates from the Torah is also Torah's high. Every halacha in Shach, every din in Shachonorach, every psak halacha is also Torah's high. Even the word also is not good. It's Torah's high. In order to be Torah, in order to have the stamp of being called Torah, it has to be Torah's Chaim, and not you can't call it Torah. We speak of the eternity of the Neshama. We speak about Olam Haba. We speak about Schar of Olam Haba. How? Where? What? It's only in our relationship and, and, and in our Torah experiences because the Torah is a Torah Chayim that we have a Shaykhus with that Nitzchitz. Rabbi Akiva told Rabbi Shua Gassi, what are you talking I'm going to eat without washing my hands? That Xerid, the Xerid, the Xerid, the Xerid that we're only washing today because he was waiting for Mashiach and the Binya Beis HaMikdash and wet 2,000 years later, we're waiting for, for, for Mashiach and the, and, the, and the building of the Beis HaMikdash. That waiting and that Xerid, the Xerid, the Xerid that, that our friends, the, the, the conservative reform, ha, 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 they left at us like we're morons. That Xerid is Torah's time, Rabbi Kina said, I should be over that Xerid. I'm separating myself from Chayim. And that's the Pshat that if I over on the Tilsidim, that's Misi Bidashamayim. Because, because, because the whole existence in the, in the whole cosmos is, is saturated with termination and time limits. Rabbi Kiva told him, the Chachomim Wagoizer Akzeire. That gzeire is eternity. For me to separate myself from that gzeire, it's misi b'deshmaim, it's misi. Kehen chayenu v'orech yameinu means, who are we, what are we? Adam yisaydei meyafa, v'saifei beyafa. Yisaydei meyafa, his foundation is in dust. The cipher offer and his end is in dust. But in the middle, he's given an opportunity to cling and to, to, to swallow eternity. When we say, we mean it. We mean it. We're sitting by a Gemara, we're learning a Gemara, we, we're learning a Dinah Shechanach. That, that, Cleavage between the pchira of a person to cleave the Torah gives him eternity. Olam haba is nitzchis. Olam haba means nitzchis. 
Rabbi Kiva told him, what are you talking about? I'm going to wash without eating. He says, I'd, I'd rather die through thirst I come to my physical time limit and I don't talk and I don't touch my eternal existence then be over on the Chachonim that they are, their highest is eternal. You have to understand the whole nature of Torah Baal You see, we don't know much and the whole world is against us. Who wants to be Mekayma Dini once and look up the Mishnah Brura, you can't eat the fish this way, you have to eat the fish the other way, you can't put the pot this way, you can't put the have to put the pot the other way. Oh, you have to you have to look for bugs in the letters. Who wants to? You know, we're today we're cool, we're slick, we're fast. What's a shot fast? Fast to burn out. We don't want to stop and look at all these things. And we're sophisticated, you too. Oh, Abikiva said, what are you talking about? I'd rather die of thirst. I'd die of thirst and my time came. Finished. Or at least I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm with my chaver and Nitzchis and that's Nitzchis, that's Thoris Chaim. He made a mathematical calculation. And he carried it out. He didn't eat until they brought him the water. You understand, you see, the big Jews, the Choshefer Jews, the big Jews, they see this very clearly. So we don't see, you know, we're into a lot of things, we have a lot of pulls that pull us in various ways. So our mind is fogged up. The big Jews that have the clarity of the mind, they, they see clearly. I saw this Galena Rebbe wash. Oh, you can't imagine the difference. First, he took the pot, he took the towel, he was wiping around the pot, the pot, the, the, you know, the hand thing, and it shouldn't be wet. And then he's wiping his hands, and his hand, there shouldn't be any diseases. And then the way he pours the water, and a lot of water, and the way he holds his hand. Then when he wipes his hand, you have to see how long it took him. Because there's a lot of Nikovyadim, the hands have to be dry. Wasn't that he was for? He perceived the halacha of the Chachamim. That's a direct extent. That's part of Teres Chaim. That's eternity. That's Nitzchis. My rushing and not looking what I'm, the, way I'm, the way I'm a Kaimah Mitzvah, that's not Nitzchis. That's, that's time, time locked in. Otherwise, the Gemara is like funny. You're a minus. What, 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 are, you, what are you? You're a minus. You're in prison. Misa, what are you talking about Chayv Misa? He was defining to Rabbi Shua Gassi the basic nature of, of what, what Torah Peh is. Nice man-made laws, you know, laugh in their face, you know, those. Now I'll tell you Gemara. Rabbi Kivza Talmud said, about Rabbi Akiva, he said a very unusual thing. He said about his Rabbi, he said, Akiva, kol ha-poyrish mimchok yilu poyrish menachayim. 
He said, Rabbi Akiva, anyone who separates himself from you is like he separates himself from Chaim from life. Because in Rabbi Akiva there was this clarity, there was this force it was so potent in Rabbi Akiva, the 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 Torah's time was in him. It's the eternity of the Torah. That it was one piece. So the Talmud says, "What are you talking about? You you don't want to learn Rabbi Akiva? Call a Torishman, call a Torishman a Chaim. It's like you're separating yourself from eternity if you don't learn Rabbi Akiva." Yeah. 